Hodges puts up the three. Long go. Rebound box. Now head over in this direction. Gone to three. guys welcome back to another episode of cam's corner today joining me none other than merrimack starting point guard jamie decesare another john stoney and like myself jamie thank you for joining me and how's it been going this year so far thank you for having me it's been good um a little slow start in the beginning but right. we've had a new coach like over like my sophomore year so it's like it's different she like her, her roles are different like what she wants all of us to do so i think this year, we're just like focusing more on people's roles and getting to know what she wants to do in her system. And I think we've seen great progress over like the last three games. So I think we're heading in the right direction, but it was a little struggle at first, but yeah. I think we're good. And def- it's always like that with new coaches. Like I just called the game yeah. last night. Um, Rhode Island College played Curry and like the coach was in his first his first season they're 0 and 8 on the season. Like it's it's tough when you know new coaches in the system and everything like that. But yeah. you guys will get the ball rolling. Still a lot of games left to play. But mm-hmm. what I do with all my athletes is I get I kind of dig deeper into like you know their playing career, where it all kind of started. Um, so my first question I want to ask you is at the early stages of your career, when uh, when like you know you were little and stuff, what was it like playing uh, growing up in Johnston? I mean, it was <laughs> great. I mean, playing with Antonia and Jordan, like right. it was awesome and like. I don't know. In Johnston, like we're all like a tight family. So when I I had my dad playing at Johnston and my aunt was also a thousand point scorer at Johnston. So just being around that community and like like playing with the girls from Johnston, it was just like a great experience. And then it it stink going off into LaSalle and not mm-hmm. being able to play with the people I grew up with, but I still got to play with Kyra there here and there. But right. I just think playing in the rec league and Johnston and travel and playing with the group of girls like Antonia Jordan, like I mentioned, like that brought me like and developed me as a player like I am today because I competed with them every day. Right. And I know you went I know you you said you went to private schools growing up Mm -hmm. like your whole life, like, you know, St. Rocco's and Johnston and LaSalle. Um, outside of basketball, uh, was there any like main reason that you like chose those schools to go, to go to, or was it just mainly to get your name out there as fast as possible on the court? Yeah, I think it was also education. Like LaSalle had a great education, and also like we knew that LaSalle like is the highest D one mm-hmm. school, so I think like playing at the highest level of competition would help me to go on and play like college ball and stuff. And, you know, we just talked about Antonia and Kyra. And I know we probably played with Kaylin Zaluski as well. She's yes. at Dartmouth. What was what was it like? Like you just said, like, you know, elaborate a little bit more on that, how it was playing with them and now like seeing them at the college level as well. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Like I watched Antonia's game the other night where she had 21 points and I was like, like yeah, I grew been, up with her. Pretty like, good. Yeah, it's great. Like I love like I also watch Jordan's game sometimes and it's good now like seeing how well they're doing and it's just like 
it's really awesome to know like I grew up with them and we all played together. So like the connection's still there. We still reach out to each other, like, hey, great game and stuff. So it's great. Yeah, it's it's tough, you know, at, at college levels, you guys part ways and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, we'll definitely get into like your freshman year and stuff like that a little bit later. But backtracking mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, when did a true passion like for basketball like really, really start for you? So I grew up playing softball, baseball, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, like all the sports growing up. But I would say I think I really developed that I wanted to stick with basketball my freshman year of high school because I also played um, ice hockey before that. And when I got to LaSalle, they were in the boat. They were both in the same season. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I had to pick which one I want to go with. And I just felt like when I stepped on the basketball court, I felt like that's where I wanted to be. So I think that's when I truly realized basketball was like the sport for me. Was it hard to like choose from just one sport? Cause I mean, how many, yeah. so how many did you play? Like you played, you so played, played uh, softball. Yeah. Softball, hockey, basketball, mm-hmm. uh, soccer. So wow. yeah, I played them all. <laughs> yeah. At a, at a young age, you know, youth, you kind of like, sometimes you might be thrown yeah. into certain sports that you're not even mm-hmm. interested in, but playing as many sports as you did, who was like your biggest influence uh, as you started to get older and, you know, compete at like a higher level? Definitely my dad. Yeah. Like he, I grew up and he was telling me like how many sports he played, baseball, basketball, football. And I was like, I just want to be like him. And he was my coach growing up all the years. Like we, we had our battles and stuff, but I think he's always like stuck by my side and he's pushed me and he's, he's, made me the player I am today in person, no doubt. Like sometimes we don't speak after games, but I think when he's hard on me, like I know I got to keep going and stuff. So I think he's definitely made a big influence on me. Yeah. That's how, that's how all like your biggest fans are. Like yeah. the people, the people that um kind of argue with you and like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just from personal experience to playing sports, like that don't like, like if they yell at you and they're hard on you like that, yeah. those are the people that want you to do the best. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. um, like I said earlier, growing up in Johnson, like myself, being so close to the town. Um, so LaSalle, like the main reason for LaSalle was obviously getting your name out there the best way you could play on the court. How was it like the first couple of days of practice coming in as a freshman? How did you bond with your new teammates and uh, how was it like uh, for the rest of the year already being on varsity, like starting on varsity? Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up around LaSalle. Like when I was little, like in the, I think from fourth to eighth grade, I was going to the LaSalle basketball camps every summer. So like I knew all the girls that were playing there because they ran, ran the camps and I was like, I knew the coach and his wife. So I think I had like a good feel for the community, what it was like. So I, and we also got to play summer league before that. So I think I had like a good idea what I was going into what I needed to do like he was a tough coach like you have to work hard like no slacking off and stuff so it was basically I don't know I don't don't want to say it was easy but I already knew what I had to do to like get on like the radar and and stuff like that and the girls were just they were awesome too. Like they knew like as a freshman coming on varsity, that's like hard and stuff. And you're right. just learning everything's going to be new, but they were always there for me to like, Hey, like this is how you do this and all that stuff. So I think like it made a, like being a freshman on varsity and just made it so much easier with the girls, like and all their support. 
Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you like what prepared you the most, but like before the start of that season. But you know, like you said, being in that like that yeah. system, going to those camps, you know, from like fourth grade to yeah. that point, that that was probably like you know your best like um, yeah, 100%. your best way to get used to the system. And you was was the coach like the same coach when you were in yeah, fourth grade? Yeah, the same all the way coach, up? and I had um um since my senior year. And you had, did you play for an AAU too? No, I didn't. No. So a different coach. All right, but it, it, same still same coach since fourth yeah. grade. Knowing him being in that system was another uh, reason why you chose LaSalle because you just knew mm -hmm. so many familiar faces and they knew how you played and they were very comfortable and yeah. confident in the way you played. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, digging deeper into your LaSalle career, we'll get into those three rings a little bit later. But being a freshman, probably not having, uh, you know, that expectation right out, right out of the gate to win a ring. How did that season pan out and like how far did you guys end up going? So freshman year, it was we had a, a great season. Like, I think we were like the top team in the league, but you know, here and there we have our, our off games and stuff. I think we lost five games my freshman year. Um, but I just, we were like all sticking together and we all played our hearts out. Like it, that was a great group of um, senior class that we had. And this, the point guard who was also there, like I just looked up to her and she's been there for three years. Um, she was a senior when I was a freshman. So she knew the system. She knew everything that needed to be done. So I think just watching her closely and like doing what she did when I got out there, I think that was the main thing. Like I just wanted to follow in her footsteps, but we had a great season that year and we ended up winning the championship, um, which is a, which was an amazing accomplishment. And then I think after that championship, the following year, I was like, I knew the feeling and I knew how like awesome it was to feel like yeah. that and be playing at the Ryan center and stuff. So that was my goal every year was to go back um, like the rest of my sophomore, junior and senior year and try to get that ring again. Yeah. I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but um, I know I saw your schedule. I know you guys played um, URI uh, this year. Uh, you probably mm -hmm. played them in the past too, uh, playing with Merrimack, but was like playing at the Ryan Center your sophomore year for uh, the state championship, like your first kind of taste of being on a college court? Yeah, it was. Yeah, was there, was there any like other experiences, like you said, like in AAU that you kind of had or was like playing in that kind of a, an arena was like the first yeah. kind of? No, for AAU, I just think we played like the biggest tournament was like Washington and it was just a convention center with a mm -hmm. ton of courts. But I think URI was definitely the most like college arena we've played in because it's just it's so big and um, like, it's, it's amazing. And it, it just, it was cool. Like, that's what I wanted to, yeah, exactly. I knew I wanted to play in that. All right. And it, it was awesome seeing you guys, you know, get there every, every year after your freshman year, but um, you're backtracking a little bit going back to freshman year. What was your most, I always ask all the athletes that come on, what was your most memorable moment of your first year of high school? Mm. Playing, well, playing basketball, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would probably definitely be the championship, without mm -hmm. a doubt. Um, that was, I don't know, it's just like the feeling of winning a championship and just knows like how all your hard work pays off. Like every time, every day going to practice, even though the days you don't want to, it just all pays off in the end. So I think like that was definitely the most um, memorable thing in my freshman year because uh, being a freshman, like going in on the varsity team, like it's a lot, like people are looking at you and being like, Oh, she's a freshman, whatever. But that doesn't matter. It's just the fact that you just go out there, give it your all every day. And I think winning a state championship is everyone's goal. Exactly. And 
you guys definitely did a great job of doing that. But now going in, transitioning now into your sophomore year, that was a huge breakout year for you. Yeah. You know, scoring more, playing a bigger role, um, really starting to take on the position as the front runner of the offense. Um, was there any uh, any time you started to take a bigger – well, when you started to take this bigger role, did you ever feel, like, pressured? Um, say you had, like, a bad game or you felt like you played bad and you could have done better just because of how much uh, was expected out of you? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm really hard on myself, so I think yeah. I can always do better. But, I mean, yeah, I, some there were some games, like, I felt pressure because I knew, like, my teammates would make – like, they, like I knew they were like relying on me at some points, but um, I knew I also had to get them involved and in, in, like while also like scoring. So I, it wasn't, it was a little bit of pressure, but it wasn't because I had other people with me to like help me out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can always do better. I feel like, mm-hmm. so I'm always. Plus, you know, you're capable of doing all that stuff, but like, yeah. like I said, playing a bigger role as the point guard, like, you got to facilitate, you have to, and it, it being the main scorer too, you got to be able to score and, you know, just kind of do everything, defense, everything. Yeah. But can you remember a game in like particular where you were like, you know what I mean? Like just down and you just couldn't get it going. Oh yeah, definitely. My <laughs> junior year of high school in the semifinals against Barrington, we, we lost that. And I just remember that game, like, we could not hit a shot. Like everything was just going wrong for us that game. And it's, it was just, I remember it to the day. It was probably the worst moment of my basketball career. Mm-hmm. It was just like the game, like it was just dragging so long. Like the other team was just doing unbelievable hitting every shot. And then when it came to us, we just felt like everything was going wrong. We couldn't hit a shot. And it was, yeah, it was bad. What's your, what's your mindset going through that game? Like, I know, you, like you said, you weren't hitting shots, you know, certain mm-hmm. passes were uh, going through. Like, do, do you, like, kind of hesitate in the kind of moments like that? Or just like, you no, know, you I don't... feel like if, if I don't see, um, if I'm shooting a three or something and I'm off and I'm not making them, I feel like I need to do like something else. Like, all right, my shot's not off today. Let me get to the basket or something and let me create for my teammate who's hot. Like, I definitely don't think my mindset shuts down in any way. I just, I think like, what can I do next to make my team better? And what can I do where I know like I can get a bucket when we, when we really need one. No, that's, that's really the best part of playing the point mm-hmm. guard position. Cause you can create, you, you can create yeah. for other people. You can create shots for yourself and you know, it's just, is that's probably yeah, the best when I'm creating, for you, yeah. Yeah, when I'm creating a shot for someone else and they're making it, it's basically like I scored, like I set them up for that. Exactly, play, so. yeah. It's like, sister just as good as points in my mind. Right, and like being in Rhode Island, like um, I know it's out like D1 stuff's a little different, but the pro, like Providence General always has all the stats and they always emphasize like points. People see like how many points you score yeah, a game. Exactly. People don't see like um, tip passes. People don't see like steals. <laughs> People don't see like rebounds. Like they don't see the whole game on a sheet that it's just not like that. Cause you know, it's obviously not the WNBA or the NBA, like, yeah. but those are the main things that coaches look at, which put, uh, they put more trust in you as they see that throughout the way. But for me, like playing, like I was always a person to play off the ball. I was always trying to get open off of off ball screens. Um, wasn't so much of a ball handler. So you being, like I said, you being the person to control the offense, just get everything going. It's, it must be tough. Like you said, in that game against, um, you say Barrington or Bar- uh, Bar- yeah, Barrington, Barrington. Like it just taught, and like my for me my mindset I'd be I would be lost I'd be, already be out of the game after that like mentally, but 
you know, kind of getting a little off on a tangent there, but going back to uh, your sophomore year, that season, you ended up winning a ring again, like you said, MVP. After that, the rest of the, the rest of the season was just uh, the rest of your career was history. Thousand point score, all stater, McDonald's all American nominee, two more rings after that, your junior and senior season. Um, no junior. No, oh, that's right. Freshman, my fault. Three freshman. out of four. That haunts me every day. My, my bad. <laughs> As all this is going on and you were, you know, uh, such at a high pedestal, uh, when did you start to get offers for college and what kind of offers were you getting as well? Yeah, so I think it all started in AAU, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. The big tournament in Washington. Um, I went there for, I want to say, for like four days or something my senior year. And we played in a tournament and stuff. And there was a bunch of college coaches there. So I just like went out, played my heart out like I always do, whatever. And then I remember after the game, um, my AAU coach came up to me and was like, hey, um, this this college coach is interesting in, in you. He's going to be like, she's going to be calling you and stuff. And it was Merrimack. So I was like, oh, okay. Like I, I knew about Merrimack from uh, like a family friend that went here before, but I was just like, oh, okay. And then that's when all the, that was my first one. And then that's like, after that, that's when like all my um, other interests from coaches like started to come in. It was definitely from that tournament. So I got interest in like uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, NJIT, Caldwell, and this, yeah, it was, I think definitely that tournament was what got like the college system going. Did, um like before that tournament, was there any like college, like what, what year was that again, you said? It was like, um the summer of senior year. Senior, okay, so. Junior was, year, junior year. Yeah, right, right, right. So did mm -hmm. you, um was there any like, like people like that, like recruiters and stuff like that at your games at LaSalle, or was it just that tournament that kind of drew them no. in? After yeah, that? it was that tournament, I believe. Yeah. And it was also, I mean, my, after I committed to Merrimack, that's when she came to the LaSalle games and mm -hmm. watched me play. But I don't, I don't think it was, I think it was all AAU. So what made you choose Merrimack? Yeah. So I um, visited, it was my last visit I went on. I visited all those other schools before and it was just something about Merrimack, like, like right when I stepped on, like I knew like this is where I wanted to be. It wasn't a big school. It was mm -hmm. like a, a good school, but you could just tell like everyone was just so friendly over here and like everyone was just like a tight family. And I knew when I came up for the visit, I got to watch a practice and I got to play uh, pick up with the girls and they were just like they were all very nice and I could tell like they were like a tight family mm -hmm. and that's the kind of environment I want to be on because like growing up in a in a tight family like that's what you want to like go to college because you're home away from home right so you want to be able to be with like a, cl a close family over here so that was definitely the thing that stood out to me exactly plus it's not too too far away you know what I mean it's yeah. like, you know I don't know I probably like about an hour today go home or something so. exactly so when you were a senior at LaSalle uh if I'm not wrong correct me if I'm wrong they made the jump from division two to division one right yes or, yeah so when mm -hmm. you committed did you know they were going to be division one or did you think they were going to be a division two school when you committed yeah so she was coach uh Monique was talking to me about how they were uh, it was up in the air yep. about division one and stuff and she like said like I recruited you because I knew you could play at division one level and stuff. So I knew they were D2 and I wasn't committed in, when they were D2 until um, 
like I, I went on the visit. It was literally the visit. I went on the visit. And then the next day she texted me and was like, we just jumped up to D1. So it's like, oh, wow. Like all it. So after that, I just like thought about it. And I'm like, if she, I think I could, I can do it. And like, I'll have a lot of fun. And, and it's like nice to know, like you're a division one athlete, like that's a big accomplishment. So I knew like, if I put my, my work in, in time and effort into it, like if I could have like successful in division one level. So I knew that was something I wanted to do like growing up. Mm-hmm. And that, that was definitely another reason for choosing Merrimack after hearing that uh, for mm-hmm. sure, you know, being blessed to even have it, you know, any kind of offers at all, but D one, yeah. I'm going to leave, you know, that's the, that's the main goal, but mm-hmm. I know I keep, I keep sidetracking a little bit. We got to backtrack sure. a little bit more, but uh, before I ask my last question, about LaSalle, what was the, the most points you scored in a game for LaSalle? And what was your mindset uh, during and after it? Yeah, it was um, 26 against North Kingstown. I remember at North Kingstown. And no, it was just like my mindset was just go out there, give it your all 100%. Um, when stuff is going bad, don't pick your head, like don't drop your head and stuff. Because I feel like if you drop your head when something's going wrong, it's that thing's going to stick in your mind for the rest of the game and that's going to mess you up on your next shot Mm -hmm. so I think you just gotta have a next play mentality like keep going like if you missed your your first shot take another one so I just think like that was my mindset going into that game like we I have to like facilitate for my teammates get them involved when when they're hot like keep going to them and I feel like then my shots will come and stuff so yeah that was one of my best games I would say yeah, like you just said, like when you're down, uh, you sh- you got to keep going. Like you said, um, for me, when I was a player, it was it was it was just hard. I, I couldn't I didn't have I had the mentality to do it. It was just like, I don't know when I because like me, like the main thing I did was shoot. So when I wasn't shooting, it was like it, it was just it was tough. So mm-hmm. having that strong mentality is a huge, huge part of basketball. And like, uh, you know, Merrimack and all the colleges that saw you play. Definitely saw that in your game, how you're just like a one-minded player. And that's like a very, very good trait to have. But going back to LaSalle, I know the championships is obviously a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Having the opportunity to take home three is a blessing in itself. But um, was there anything else that really stuck, uh, that sticks with you to this day come, uh, after graduating from LaSalle? Like memories yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Playing for Coach Reddy, like I know many people could be like, oh, he's tough and stuff. But he's definitely shaped me into the – person I am today and also player because if it wasn't for him I don't think I would be this like strong and like the mentality I have in my head I don't think like I would have that but he's made me like he's helped me get thick skin definitely like he would we would have our battles here and there in practice but I just think like he was like he was tough on me, but I, he knew I could handle it. So he definitely shaped me into being like that, that tough, strong, strong-minded person. So he definitely prepared me for college also when like, if a coach is hard on you, you can't just right. go like get so upset about it. You got to just get back up and keep pushing even harder and stuff. So I definitely, that was one big thing I've definitely taken away from LaSalle basketball. Exactly. I know, you know, for me too, like, having the opportunity yeah. to be coached by coach Dan, like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's been, I say this on all my episodes. I know people are probably sick of hearing me say it, but he's been really like the forefront of me, um, like kind of pursuing a dream and just 
pushing uh, to get all these kind of athletes. Like he's always been in the back of my head, just, you know, throughout the whole course of this. And I know I, I talked to you uh, last night about, um, you know, broadcasting for uh, Rick, having that uh, passion just to talk. And um, it's just, it's, it's so cool. What, how far uh, a coach's like, I guess like ways of teaching you that how far it can bring you like in the long run. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously you still being at Merrimack going back now to your freshman year, fresh new start, whole new roster. You've probably never seen any of these teammates before now going into a whole new state. Um, <clears throat> so what was that? What were the first, like now first couple of days, like at Merrimack in the, in the system, practicing with the whole new team and everything like that? Yeah. So definitely the system was different because I grew up my whole life playing a man defense. And yep. when I got here, Coach Mo's defense was strictly zone. So we, that was a big transition, but it was like, she taught us well how to do it. And like, we, we had a successful year playing the zone, but it was just um, coming in like the first few days. I just actually a good part about freshman year was we had a summer session. So in that summer session, we were able to get a feel for her system and what she needed, what she wanted on offense, defense, what the girls were like, what was how, like what this player did and all that stuff. So I think the summer sessions definitely are like very helpful because it like come when the season starts, you're not learning it right there. Like you already knew it from summer session. So that was definitely very helpful. And it was just an amazing experience my freshman year like we had a 20 win season in our first year division one yep. which was like amazing um not many teams like do that but yeah she had the confidence in me to be her starting point guard my freshman year so I just went out there every day gave it my 100 percent um I did what she had to do she was definitely a coach where you could pull up from half court and she wouldn't be mad like if you, if it went in, she would be like, okay, do it again. Really? So it was definitely, I'd never had that doubt in my mind when a shot was going up that she would be mad. Like I knew like I could take it to the rack whenever I could shoot whenever and it, it would be okay. So but, she gave almost everybody the green light. Just to oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If it went in, like you were fine. Like she didn't, it was, it was good though, because it, like I knew I had confidence. Like she had right. the confidence in me where if I pulled it, she would, she would be fine. Exactly. So, that's good. That's yeah. good to know that your coach has um, an endless amount of confidence in you. That must like boost your confidence too as a player. And of course, that season uh, was a great way to start off your college career being named um, NEC all rookie first team leading your team in assists and scoring. What was your coaching? You know, like you just said, your coaching staff, um, what do they have to say about all those accomplishments, accomplishments, being a freshman, already putting up so many so much trust in you uh, from the jump um, and expecting so much out of your first year? Yeah, um, she she was really happy with like how I performed my freshman year. Um, I remember having a conversation with her saying, and she was telling me like, not many freshmen come in and do what you did. Like many people like freshman year, um, like come in and they're just learning the system. Like they don't start and perform the way I did freshman year. So I think hearing that from her was definitely a like it felt good hearing. Like I know like. I had a great year, so. Yeah, how did it feel uh, when you found out you were named uh, to the all-rookie team? Yes, I remember that day, actually, I was, oh, we actually went home because of COVID, 
and um, I like woke up and she blew up my phone my coach and she sent me it and I was like wow and it was like it's just to know like all that hard work time effort I spent with her in the office going over plays and everything like that I just felt like all that pays off in the end like it it can be a lot and sometimes you don't want to do it like you just want to stay home and stuff but if you if you get it done the the results will be great in the end how so how did yeah so how did the season end up uh painting out for you guys I know you said COVID was tough and everything like that yeah so we we made it to the um a conference I think it was like the WIT Mm-hmm. and then we got to go home for three days for um like a, a break and stuff and then after that break we never got to go back which was wow. it's so it you was, get to finish out the season though oh well, no no the, NI, the, the conference but we never right, got yeah. to go to that tournament so right. yeah. so um I don't want to be jumping the gun I might have missed it a little bit but when did that that sports center top 10 uh half court shot take place that was with Merrimack right Oh yeah. Mm. So uh, what was, what was the feeling like uh, seeing that on sports center and what was your mindset even? So like taking the shot one and like seeing how uh, it escalated after that. Yeah. So that at Sacred Heart was, um, I saw the clock winding down. I got the rebound. I'm like, I'm just throwing it up. I threw it up. And I remember we weren't having like a great game that, that game in the first quarter. And I could tell like, things just weren't going our way so it, it went in and and I w- re-watched the video and I was just like there was just no emotion on my face mm-hmm. like I just went back into the timeout like we still got a lot more game to play but after the game like watching it again I was like yeah it's pretty cool I don't know how it went in but mm-hmm. it went in so you did, know. You ex- did you expect it to be on like well it was like a sports sports center like it was top 10, like maybe. a top it was a top play for the NEC that year oh, okay it was like I think it got third or something Transition now into your sophomore year, ranked sixth in the league for assists uh, with 47, average a solid nine points and standing at five foot five ranked as high as eighth in the league uh, for defensive rebounds with 63. So very impressive from that. Um, having the impressive uh, freshman year that you had, uh, did you ever feel pressured now at the college level? Um, and ex- like, did you think that your coaches expected the same, if not more now going into this sophomore season? Yeah. So sophomore season was definitely a hard one. We got a new coach. We also went through COVID without a coach, which was hard. So we got a new coach and she came from John Carroll and stuff. And it was hard during COVID. You couldn't get a summer session. So we didn't know what she expected of us. We didn't know our roles and stuff. So going into sophomore year, we like went to practice every day we were actually the last team in the country to play a game because of all our shutdowns like we would get to the a day of a game and then they would call us oh no a teammate tested positive for covid quarantine for 10 days so it was like it was hard so we finally got to a game and it was it was horrible like no one knew their roles no one knew what she expected of them and it was just we didn't feel like we knew what we were doing on offense all that stuff so sophomore year was definitely a learning year I would say because we were just trying to learn her her new system and what she wanted and it was just I don't think I don't I don't think it was like a great year for us it was definitely like she, if you ask coach today, she'll just be like, yeah, that, that year doesn't count for us because yeah, it was just, not. yeah. So it was, it was definitely a hard year, I would say. 
And then we just, our first game was conference play. We didn't get to play any scrimmages before that. So we just threw, like they threw us in a game and in conference play. And it was like, wow, like this, it just felt like we had no idea what was going on. So we didn't finish great that year. I think we ended up in, um, I think eight, seventh or eighth place, but we had uh, five wins, but it was, I don't know. I don't really like to think back to that year. (laughs) How was like, um, I'm just trying to think of like practices because I talked to a lot of college athletes that had to play through that uh, pandemic, Mm -hmm. maybe even like, because I know you said uh, in your freshman year after that tournament, um, you know, it was kind of like the first outbreak of it, but Mm -hmm. um, and athletes were in their first year of college or a couple years of college and they had to play through that. And like they yeah. said, practices were in like pods. So you would go with like three people and you'd go with yeah. those three people every day. Was it the same for you guys? Yeah, it was the same here. We would have to go with the people that we lived with. Mm-hmm. So every day, like I lived with um, three other teammates. So it would just be us four that day. But here and there, we would like be able to go with the whole team. But like it was mask on, no taking it off. Like they were really like strict about it over here like which they should be because it was spreading so much on campus and it was mm-hmm. like it was scary yeah and a lot of um a lot of colleges actually sent like the whole almost like the whole school home yeah so obviously you know being an athlete you know it's kind of like mandatory that you're there because you know games are all over the place but um yeah. I know that you said that, that was kind of like a more of a learning year for you uh mm-hmm. did you feel <laughs> I was going to ask you if you if you felt more confident now on the court after having that whole freshman year under your belt. But I know I for, I completely forgot about the like COVID regulations and all that. But did that, you know, confidence kind of playing effect in that season at all with all the regulations or it was just kind of it was kind of like all up in the air with everything going on? No, I wouldn't. No, it was. so. I mean, I know that was definitely always in the back of my mind, right. but I just I don't know. I was definitely a. Uh, coaching changes are very hard mm-hmm. I would definitely say that yeah especially so, in the middle of a pandemic I mean you yes. can't that's just something that's out of your control mm-hmm. but now with your current season on the way your junior season what was it like playing against a ranked 16th team in the country in Kentucky last week yeah so that was probably an experience that I'll remember for my life mm-hmm. like the rest of my life like that was a great experience like we went up there three days early um our coach took us to a horse park. We got to see some uh, Kentucky Derby horse winners, like, which was really cool. We went battle axe throwing. Like, it was just a great experience. I've never been to Kentucky Oh, you played before. in Kentucky? Yes, we oh, did. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. So going up there was definitely, like, an amazing experience. Um, but I would say our mindset going into that game was we just, like, you can't have the mindset, like, you already know you're going to lose because it's just going to, you can't go in the game yeah. like that. So our mindset was going in was just like, give it your all 100%, no matter what the score says. We just want to stick together as a team and we just want to take steps in the right direction like every day. So that's what we did. Um, like a, another goal of ours was like, we want people to look at us and say, wow, this Merrimack team does not like give up like they fight to the end no matter what the score says so that's definitely what we wanted to accomplish that game and we did do that like we played um we played really well that game I know the score probably doesn't show it but we just like stuck together as a team when things went bad we we fought our way through it and we probably I think our goal was to keep them under 100 that was definitely a goal of mine and we did that so it was good it was really cool playing 
a ranked 16 team, like their facilities, we got to tour them and their locker rooms and stuff. It was just, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be more instances where you have those kind of opportunities like that, which is what D one can bring you like just so many plentiful amount of opportunities. I know you said earlier, you know, tough start right now sitting at, uh, was it two and seven or two and six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, a lot of games still left to play. Um, yeah. What do you think your team collectively needs to do to start getting, you know, the ball rolling and start winning more games? Defense, a hundred percent. Right mm-hmm. now, if you, if you look at the stats at NEC, we're ranked 10th for defense and yeah. in the conference. That's definitely has to change. Um, defense and rebounding wins games. So, and uh, another thing of ours right now is I think our team <clears throat> were, so offensively motivated. So when we don't see the ball going in the basket, we're like, we shut down a little bit. So I think not being so offensively motivated and focusing on defense, it will definitely win us games, like going into conference play and stuff because getting a stop on defense and a transition layup, that's, that's our bread and butter. Transition is definitely our bread and butter. So if we focus on defense a lot more, I think we'll have a successful year. Of course. And, you know, the next next four games are on the road for you guys, your most current yeah. game uh, at Colgate in uh, Hamilton, New Hampshire. You know, as we wrap up here, what do you hope to accomplish uh, the rest of your season and throughout the rest of your college career? And uh, what has been the most thing or the best thing that you've taken away from this whole college experience these past three years? Yeah, so definitely this year for me, I would say um, I, I think I've matured a lot and I've had conversations with my coaches and stuff. And this year's def and going on is definitely going to be different. Like, you know, I scored when I was little, I was always a scorer, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, this year coach told me that she needed me to like get my, I was, she was like, I can't, she, she can't have a, like a score first point guard basically. Yeah. So that's what I was growing up. Like when I caught the ball, my, my first thought was, how can I score? Like, am I going to rip? Am I going to shoot or something? But this year she like wants me to be like a, where can I get my team? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely that's a big um, change for me, but I'm just like, whatever. Like I said um, before, a sister just as good as points for me. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to average. I want to average like seven assists a game and stuff, but yeah, I mean, that's what I have to do. And also, I feel like going into this year, like, because I'm not going to be scoring a lot, I need to do more on the defensive end. Like, I'm, I want to average a tr- at least one charge every game. Like, as you, you um, mentioned before, like, my rebounds at 5-5 five, five was good. So that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do all, all the hustle plays and make the big plays that I can this year to get um, – my team in a good situation to win because I'm not going to be scoring a lot. So that's just what my mentality is like this year. So. Especially on the defensive end too, like you said, like getting steals that creates offense too. So if you're on a fast break, mm-hmm. you get a good steal. That's two point easy, yep. two points right there. So, or, or, you know, if you're on a two on one, it's another assist for you, you know? So it's like, there's never an instance where you have to think, Oh man, I can't score. I mean, I, I can't, because yeah. like, there's so many things that, you can do as a player that have just just evolved so much over the years and we yeah. you know everyone has seen it but um has there ever been an instance in a game where like you hesitated to sh- you hesitated to shoot because you're like oh coach wants me to pass or coach wants me to do this 
Like, yeah. My dad's going to laugh when he hears this question. Yeah. Actually last game, I would say. Yeah. Um, I was wide open about three times and I just passed the ball because I have in the back of my mind, is this the right shot? Is, is there someone else mm-hmm. that has a better shot? So I think it's definitely in the back of my mind and I I'm thinking about it before I shoot. So I just, I just got to pull it. Yeah, exactly. You like, have to go go back to like your old days kind of yeah, a little bit. Yeah. She showed me um, after that game, like she's like, yeah, shoot that. Like uh, it's the ball's gotten around the shot clock. Wasn't at 30 seconds. Like you can, you can shoot it. You're wide open. So, right. I mean, I'm just going to have to get that. Yeah. Ex- especially l- watching film and, you know, I know it's your third season, but there's always uh, room to, uh, I guess, improve yourself and just mm-hmm. get better and, you know, realize where you're going wrong because that's like, yeah. that's the whole, what the whole game's about. I guess that kind of wraps up everything I had lined up. I definitely need to catch your next home game. Uh, like mm-hmm. I just said it after the, you know, the four game uh, home uh, road stretch. Um, well, that'll do it for episode 17 of Camps Corner. Jamie, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me here today um Thank you for having me yeah no problem anytime and how did how did you like the show and what do you think uh who would you want to see next would you want to see me try to get on for episode 18 I think Cam's Corner is great I love watching all your episodes and I don't know I think another female I've been yeah honestly I've been in talks with uh like Kaylin old teammate yep. um definitely want to try to get Antonia too uh mm-hmm. having the opportunity to watch all her home games call all the home games yeah. um she just had like a, a about like two games ago it was like a buzzer beater um the shot clock expired and you know calls like that those are those are the best calls uh yeah you know, just to go crazy and um especially to see her do that and perform at that level because she's having a, a huge year uh mm-hmm. at rick so you know best of luck to her best of luck to kaylin and of course best of luck to you and the rest of the season i'll definitely be in touch um but again jamie thank you again like i said i'll be in touch and good luck the rest of the season thank you no problem